Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm not, I wasn't listening to this. I didn't listen to any part of this show. The producers rung me up and said, can you be a part of this part? They, offer, they ask you 10 questions, and if you can... Give Chris Sutton some stick. Oh, he's... That was... Gem Flap, do you remember when I said next mm. time I speak, we'll be live? Yeah. yeah. So you got your hands in front of hands in front of the camera, haven't you? No, I didn't. You know, that no, was the big... That was like, whoa, he... Jeff and podcast, we we live, baby, we live. I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything wrong. Hands in front of. Anyway, uh, welcome everyone. Welcome back to. Um, it's sort of Jeff and live, but it's also just your your lovely Jeff and podcast. Patrons are with us as we speak in the chat, ready to kind of have the final say and also the first say as they're at the front of the queue to give their reviews at the end of this podcast, which I'm fascinated to see what they can come up with as time goes on. Flav. Yeah. We've got lots to talk about. I've I'm looking for a title from this video, so I've gone with uh, I've gone with the uh, which summer transfers will become club legends. So brace yourself. We've got ourselves a tier list. We're going to go through the top transfer from each team, and we've got we'll put them uh, we'll put them in the right spots and see who will be a club legend. Also, twenty of course, transfers. We're yeah. talking about twenty. Fly for wow. him. Fly for him. Absolutely fine. Right. Uh, right. We'll get. We'll talk about. We need to talk about your. Uh, your lovely, lovely weekend, which is, seems like a long time ago, but there's a lot of people that will want to know of the joys that were your weekend. Um, we could do that now if you want. How are that you? Eric you is the glow nice still going? What? Is the glow still there? Of course, mate. We're going to win the league. We are. This is it. This is it. Now you're going to believe us. Now. Um, do you know what? It was, it, was, uh, it, was, it was just a sweet weekend, isn't it? To see Liverpool get beat. And not even, this isn't even a like, oh, I hate Liverpool, therefore it's good to see them get beat. It's good. It? You, didn't want a whole, you don't want a whole league of, you know, where Liverpool run away with it. So it's, it's a little bit, at this moment, wide open. They probably still will go on to win it. But, you know, it felt great. I mean, it's like you saw it coming to, to a certain extent. Not 6-1, but Man United are a shambles. The defence is a shambles, and um, Oli's got to go. Unfortunately, got enough's he's, enough. He's, the Piranha's are out. Got to go. Because he, uh, you know, he he did really well last season. He did really well, but something in the in the break and uh, you know in in the beginning of the season, it's just really really not working at all. And, and if if they were just losing one nil, two nil, you think fair enough. It happens in football competitively. Anyone can beat, but they're they're shipping goals, and more importantly, they're shipping chances. And if, if they, nothing changes, they'll get tonked again this season, like heavily. They just so, don't know how to defend. It's weird. And, it's and, and it's not a cheap time defense. for him. Luke Shaw, Luke Shaw, what was he, 40 million? Um, Harry Maguire, 80. 
Lindelof was what thirty nine. Bailey was thirty. Wambasaka was fifteen million. That defense cost one hundred eighty to one hundred ninety million. That's more than most Premier League squads. Um, so it's just joking it from. So uh, you know, it was it was wonderful. It was a wonderful, wonderful Sunday afternoon just to sit there and just watch it. And you know, for me as a Spurs fan, the best bit was Eric Lamella because if he wasn't <laughs> Shark at guys Tottenham, Eric Lamella. Oh mate, if he wasn't at Tottenham, I would loathe him. I would hate his guts. But he is, so you know, I think he's all right. Not something to worry about. Yeah, you're abs- you're absolutely fine. Um, yeah, I'm just going to move you across a little bit just so we can see you better. There he is. Look at him. Look how happy he is. The glow, the gentle glow. Um, you're gonna have to lean on that side from now on if if that's the way you want to want to play like this. this one. Yeah, absolutely lovely, really nice. Um, comments of the week from last week. Uh, we've got a few. Uh, Alexander Klapov. I wish Flav was on Love Island 2021, coupled up with Mourinho and Bale in the hideaway for months. Do you? <laughs> if that, I'd love to see that myself. I don't think it's gonna happen uh, in the near future. But and it's a very um, kind of aging twist on on the series, but. If you were on Live, Love Island, have you ever watched Love Island, Flav? Uh, kind of. Not, I'm never. Basically, you've got to choose who you've got to couple up. So, I've seen that. I know the premise. I know yeah. the premise. So if you had Mourinho and Bale, uh, and both are like, they're looking at you, they're thinking, oh, yeah, I want a bit of that gammon beard. And, and, <laughs> then, and then you're like, well, well, you know, you know, yeah, I have a bit of a gammon beard, and I know you're into that, but I've got to, I'm going to have to choose because I'm looking for love, which of course they're not. But if you had those two, Mourinho <clears throat> and Bale, who who are you who are you drifting towards for uh, as a as a mate? Uh, as a mate, I thought you meant an actual or looking for love, or, or you know, a, a long term partner. For, I'm not or, here for any. Well, how are you looking at? I'm here for I'm here for I'm here for the full money. I want it all. Mm. I want great sex life. I want love. I want to be treated, and um, you want to be treated as a queen. But who's going to offer that to you? Who's going to give you oh, that? Jose Mourinho. Jose Mourinho. Jose Mourinho. Wow. Bale, like literally, I'm, I'm more than just. I want more than just the body. I want <laughs> something up here as well. Yeah. And while Jose Mourinho does it like a pickled onion, he he <laughs> yeah. offers. He's got so much up there. I mean, he'll be able yeah. to teach me so much about football. I'll just sit there and listen to him regale stories about that wonderful night in in, in the Camp Nou where Inter Milan tonked Barcelona uh, by with eighteen percent possession. Uh, you know, he just has so many stories, wouldn't he, Jim? It's like you'd never get bored. Like That's you'd true. get bored of Gareth Bale's body. There's only time. I mean, so many, and he has a big one, Gareth Bale. Like I'm talking a piece. Really? Yeah. If you, you've not seen. There's loads and loads of slow motion gifs on um, on wherever you want to find them. Really, Twitter. Right. Where uh, it's just pictures of Gareth Bale running and he's schlong, just slapping against his leg. Yeah, he's love sausage. It's <laughs> it's the luncheon meat. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, someone luncheon. in the chat's just um has, has passed it on to me. I didn't think about this. Thank you, Bobby Turner. Uh, Chris Sutton. I just saw the words Chris Sutton, and I didn't even put this in the running order. But I, Flav has had beef, serious, serious beef. And it's made its way onto the daily record. Now, we won't be able to show the clip of it, but we can show you the article here. Chris Sutton slaughters Spurs <laughs> fans. Scottish Premiership shout as punter. Punter <laughs> claim, <laughs> claims English League Cup is bigger. Now, obviously, we can't show, we can't show the clip because I get done for the old, old copyright. But there's a bit 
here you can see on the on the article. Let me just read the article actually because this could be wonderful. And and this do you know what this highlights? This highlights the um, how Chris Sutton's actually got quite a good reputation up in uh, up in Scotland. Because... We need to caveat all this with the fact that this is like a pro Celtic newspaper. Daily record. Oh, is it? Yeah. Well, no. Yeah, yeah. Is it pro? Oh, it's pro Celtic in particular. I know it's obviously it's like it. Scottish. They favour towards Celtic. Right. They, they, they do. So here's a sentence you've never heard. Sharpers attack Chris Sutton. I'll just stop there for a second. Let me just take a breath. Stopped a Tottenham. Stopped a Tottenham. In it, no, not anything. You are Tottenham, Flav. Stopped a Tottenham in his tracks with a savage put down when the phone-in caller suggested the English League Cup is a bigger trophy than the Scottish Premier. Sharper's attack. Can I, can I pull up two things there? Sharper's attack. Things? Sorry, can I, just, can I just say that one or a couple more times? Sharper's attack. Chris Sutton. Sorry, mate. Carry on. Um, I didn't phone in to that, that fucking show. Actually, it's that fucking show. It's BBC. It's a big deal. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, yeah. Like, Phone-in caller. Punter. You've been called a punter here. Phone. Yeah, punter. A punter of whose? Who am I, who, who, who am I a customer? Who am I a customer of? I'm not... I wasn't listening to this. I didn't listen to any part of this show. The producers rung me up and said, can you be a part of this part? They, offer, they ask you 10 questions. And if you can, give Chris Sutton some stick. The first question was... <laughs> the first question was, is... Is the League Cup more important than, than the Scottish Premiership? Yeah. Anyway, do you want to carry on? Uh, so yeah, that was it. that was exactly it. So uh, if you haven't, uh, I'll put a link. I'll try and put a link into the description so you can all uh, enjoy it. Um, but oh, I kind of want to play it. I kind of just want to play it. We'll take the risk. Fuck it. We're going live. Special guest, not phoning, not a punter. Special guest. They've banged on for too long. They heal, hear a bell, or, or, or a ding ding, and we'll move on. Sorry, this today. It's first super fan. Ah, that's the bit I was desperate that's to say. That's the bit. That's the bit. So for any of you patron, any of you patron oh. guys, I was saying there's something that I know will absolutely drive Flav mad, and that's what it was. It was this. So for anyone who just missed it, let me play it again. Flav, already in this article, has been called a phone... In the person who's phoned in, desperate to speak to the likes of Chris Sutton and Robbie Savage. That, I, yeah, firstly, I, that's I, him. And secondly, I phoned in because I was desperate to tell them that the League Cup is Yeah, so had to. Just so desperate to do it. Secondly, he's got called a punter in this article. And then as he's introduced... Just listen to the introduction of Robbie Savage here of Flav. <laughs> They've banged on for too long. They heal, hear a bell... Ding, ding, and we'll move on. Join us today. It's first super fan of the Fighting Cock podcast and Manchester United expert host of the Stratford Paddock on YouTube. Oh, amazing. Super fan. Right, so you know how it works. Thoughts? Did you cringe at the time? Did you hear it at the time? Of course I did. Of course I did. I wanted to make a point out of it, but you just like, I don't know, some poor little producer's written it and, you know, it doesn't Super fan. Horrible. Absolutely horrible. Terrible. Um, right, uh, so hang on, let's get to the point. Hang on, here we go. So, Flav, I'll give you your one line. Oh. What's the bigger cup, the three-handled one or the Scottish Premiership, Chris? <laughs> He's got a good laugh, to be fair to him. I'm embarrassed for you. It's not real. Flav. Of course not. There's more than two teams that can win the League Cup. Oh! Great thing. And there's basically Chris that has a meltdown after that. Or, or yeah. faux meltdown. 
Yeah, but do you know do you know what this comes from? Jamie O'Hara actually said this, and he meant it on the Breakfast Show a couple of weeks before mm. uh, on Talksport and the Daily Record. He's like public enemy number one now, Jamie O'Hara. Oh, well, the Scots. Like I don't give a shit about the League Cup. I don't really give a shit about the Premier Scottish Premiership. Like I don't care about it. I actually think probably Rangers and Celtic should leave Scotland and come down and play in our leagues um, because it is a bit pointless, isn't it, the Scottish Premiership? Well, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't totally agree with that, but I would say the uh, the dominance of Celtic and Rangers is pretty frustrating. I would imagine for everyone involved, um, but I do love that. What a headline! Saying, finally, of part then... of it. Oh, that this will never happen to me. I'm mean, going to go QPR super fan because you never just get, you're never going to get asked to be on there. Slaughters Spurs fan, and the thing that's that's and and as you scroll to the bottom, scroll to the bottom. There's there's my favourite bit of this article. It says I can't really see it or anything, but it says something. Are you a Spurs uh, fan? No wonder you'd be happy to win it. Is it that? No, guys. It said the Spurs fan was crestfallen on after after Sutton <laughs> attack. Find it wherever it is. It's, the Spurs fan was crestfallen. Spurs fan chipped in. Of course not. No. Whatever it is, it's in there, right? And if you look up the definition of crestfallen, <laughs> it means sad and disappointed. I I came away. Not only did I phone that up, phone phone up. 606 or wherever it was, five live, to to tell them that I think the League Cup is more important than the Scottish <laughs> Premiership. I took time out of my day to do that. This punter. I was I was listening to the show, the punter of the show. I thought, you know what? I need to tell Chris Sutton this. Mm. So I rung him up and I told him in and he destroyed me. Yeah. Not that we talked about 10 subjects, not just this one, but he destroyed me on this. And I was left feeling crestfallen. crestfallen. Uh, the rest of my day was ruined. Yeah, because of Sharper's attack, Chris Sutton. Chris Sutton. Um, I've actually got Chris Sutton's number through time at Ball Street. Have you? I yeah. Well, I phone. went and did a video with him once, him and Robbie Savage once, and actually they were quite enjoyable to be around. But I, I that show, just strugg- I was strugg- struggling with it. I just love that. What, I just love that. One that? last time, let me just read that headline. Chris Sutton's slaughters Spurs fans, Scottish Premiership shout as punter claims England League Cup is bigger. Sharp as attack! Chris the thing Sutton. is, they've been really offensive there without actually being insulting. It's really, they're, they're very well done, to be yeah, fair. Lovely. Have you uh, got better things to do than attack me? Surely, that is the, you can't get any lower than that. I'm, I'm literally irrelevant. <laughs> yeah. Give him a call now. Do you want to give him a bell now? Someone saying in the chat. Uh, no, of course not. Uh, other comments of the week. Uh, Connor Robson last week we were talking about uh, really good insults that he could give to the ref without swearing because that's the, that's the sort of dream move that we're looking to do here. Uh, Connor yeah. Robson said the best insult without swearing is the word clown. I think clown would still get you sent off. If you would you? Clown. You're a clown. Do you, do you not? Uh... Well, if, 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 if Roy Keane ran up to the ref and went, you're a clown! You're a clown! I think that's dissent. I think you should go for that. Maybe. Jim, and, uh, for those that don't, not everyone will know. But what was your, your what was your tactic that get getting in the ref's head? I would suggest that I would suggest that <laughs> you love this, don't you? I would suggest yeah. that a referee is out of their depth and you, lost. You lost. are lost. <laughs> you are lost, ref. Imagine being lost at that level of football. <laughs> ref, you are lost. <laughs> You're so out of your depth. <laughs> it's great, isn't it? It's a good one. It's um, quite yeah. mean, Jake. It's quite mean. It's quite, yeah, but it's within the confines of what I'm allowed to say. Uh, G-Bids, do you remember G-Bids from back in the day last season? He was a, he was a gardener. Yeah, G-Bids um, too. G-Bids, right. yeah. He's, uh, he's back. 
He's and he says, "Feels good to be back, chaps. It's raining here, but my ears are dry." With the uh, headphone remote, <laughs> lovely. Oh right, I thought you meant oh, the pod was keeping. Doesn't it? Oh well, because he's listening. I'm full of laughter and sunshine. That's lovely. Oh, that's Insults without nice. using swear words are definitely the funniest. We had an uh, RE teacher who would wear <laughs> who would wear her hair over it is in a way that resembled a pair of panda hands. So the name panda hands stuck until it naturally evolved into panda flaps. Great show, thanks, chaps. Just really enjoyed the comment. I just thought it was really good. Um, it's nice. Last week we were we were we were daring to dream about a new bit about. Um, reactive clubs. The, can we do it? Is it possible? Can we get the periodic table up? <laughs> every one of them. People didn't mind it. People didn't mind. I mean, everyone. It's a long-running it. series. Some someone did say this does. Uh, this does whiff of. <laughs> this does whiff of the uh, what's it called the uh, the A to the A to Z podcast. But you know, let's see. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Last week it was. Hydrogen, we were having a look at, and the, the definition is uh, at standard temperature and pressure, hydrogen is a non toxic, non metallic, odorless, tasteless, colorless, and highly combustible diatomic gas with molecular formula. Hydrogen is also prevalent on Earth in the form of chemical compounds such as hydrocarbons and water. Jay Tevo loved the idea of the reactive periodic, hesitant at first, but really came into its own when the definition came out. So we had some <laughs> options. And so the, you guys in the uh, you guys in the chat can uh, let us know who is hydrogen. You get to decide because you're patrons. Link in the description, guys, if you want to join us live each week. Um, so Devil's Fire says um, hydrogen equals Brighton. Nothing really about them most of the time. Singing their Sussex by the Sea, but they're combustible when you're a Crystal Palace fan saying that Lewis Dunk isn't one of the top centre-backs in the league. So that's one option. Conor McLean Mm -hmm. says, odourless, tasteless, colourless, but also highly combustible. Hydrogen (laughs) is West Ham. Good. Um, Rob Turner, for hydrogen, it's got to be Man City. Nothing to them at standard pressure, meeting expectations. They just have nothing to them. They are top of the table, like hydrogen, but no one cares about them. (laughs) (laughs) That was class. Ryan Morris, hydrogen equals Reading. Not a big club, not a small club, never made an impact. (laughs) Wouldn't be surprised if Walkers changed their crisp to Reading Salted Crisp because that football club is so bland. Sam Burgess put Middlesbrough in the mix. Absolute bore of a club, blandest club in England. Even their name is pure nothingness. Middle Borough. Middle Bruh. <laughs> Odorless yeah. to the extreme. But they're highly combustible. They always seem to be blowing up. Uh, they put some results together, then self-destruct and finish mid-table. Get that place off the map for <laughs> fucking... I'm all for it. I like. I like that. I, that is a great insult. Get, that place, insult. Off the get map. that place off the map. Um, my, <laughs> Matthew Cool says hydrogen has to be Bournemouth. Um, and those are your nominees. Uh, so in the chat, you've got the options of Man City, Reading, Middlesbrough, Bournemouth, West Ham, uh, and Brighton. So vote now. Whilst you're voting on who you think uh, should be hydrogen, uh, we move on. We move on to the next element. I liked, I liked the Reading one, by the way. Reading was good. It, they are literally the, the most... But, but Reading are, hands down, the most boring football club. Severely alkaline, just... for sure. Uh, we Whereas... move on to Lithium. Um, who uh, you can't really... Can you see them? There they are. Lithium, just chilling out over here at the moment on the left-hand side, underneath hydrogen. 
Uh, now we've got a few. This is where this uh, it was. It was going so well, um, but we'll see if it's up to you, really, guys. If you can keep this going, because I'm struggling with the definition with this one. But it's interesting. Let's see. Um, lithium. Oh, you can't see it now. Hang on, move it across. There we go. Lithium is a special metal in many ways. It's light and soft, so soft that it can be cut with a kitchen knife, and so low in density that it floats on water. <laughs> it's also solid at a wide range of temperatures with one of the lowest melting points of all metals and a high boiling point. Tricky. That is tricky, but I, I, I think there's enough in there. There's enough in there. Yeah. I, was trying oh, to find, I was trying to get a little bit more. Yeah, I think that's the, that's the big thing, I think, is the lightest metal and the lightest solid element. I quite like highly reactive and flammable. Must be stored in mineral oil. Not sure what that means. So uh, let us know in the comments below who, which football club uh, is lithium. lithium. Uh, have we got the votes are in? Let's have a look. Middlesbrough. Middle, Middlesbrough. It's an abs. So Rob Turner says Middlesbrough for me. Dan says Middlesbrough. Sam Cornish, Middlesbrough. Catherine Heap, I agree, Middlesbrough. JMC saying almost so Timbo. It's, it's, it has to be. It has to be Middlesbrough. Congratulations to Middlesbrough. Well they are hydrogen. Yeah. A little bit of applause there for, for them. Uh, right, we keep moving because we've got lots of bizarre comments that we can dive into. Let's do that. Uh, okay. Ah, Leakly Weeds. Bit of Leakly Weeds. <laughs> we'll get to our tier list. Uh, so Leakly Weeds is our, our weekly leads bit. Um, and last week we were talking about... <laughs> we were talking about Bielsa and the fact that he lives above a sweet shop. Now, this is not the case. Uh, Bizarre YouTube or YT, I presume it's YouTube, said, I live in the same town as Weatherby. How lovely does Bielsa come across here? I live in the same town as Bielsa, Weatherby. I see him walking around local shops all the time. He doesn't live above a sweet shop. He lives in a terrace house across the road, about 80 yards from a sweet shop. He walks to Thorpe Arch, which leads to training ground, which is about two to three miles away. It gives him time to collect his thoughts and prepare for training in the morning. But he's incredibly mm -hmm. humble. He always has time to stop and chat, which is contrary to popular belief in him not being not speaking English. His English is actually very good. Never known anyone involved in high level football like it, which we which is why he's loved by his fans. I love that he's I love the idea that he's you know, like Last of the Summer White, like he's yeah. literally become one of the characters of that and he's got a really strong like you see him walking like up a really difficult hill to get to the training ground. So <laughs> you know, there's like there's really old walls of brick there, yeah. and he's got his flat cap on, and and just people saying hello, and he's like, "You're right, Duck." Well, he's got a basket with freshly baked bread in it. Yeah, and and a, and, and, a, and a, a gingham tea towel over the top to keep it warm. Yeah, and the bread the bread's like rock hard. Do you know what I mean? It's like a rock hard loaf. Um, yeah. We also asked about what kind of um, if he is nipping into that sweet shop. What is he? What kind of chocolate is he going for? You asked Flav last week. Um, Sam Bryan says, "Yes, eat fruit and nut. Pass it on." Um, fruit and nut. Yeah, uh, a few people saying Werther's originals. Um, someone said, oh, "Where was it?" Oh, it's disappeared. I think I might have got rid. Oh, there you go. Uh, Zishan Khan. Nah, nah. <laughs> Bielsa nah. definitely only buys the Lint ninety-nine percent cow cow bar, and nibbles at it slowly while he looks at his neck curtains with a cigarette in the other hand. The bitter, <laughs> the bitter of the chocolate cancels out the bitter of the smokes. Love it. Uh, um, if you was if you was if you was a manager, a football manager, James, would you be a man of the people or would you be aloof? I'd be. You know, 
I think I know exactly what manager I would be uh, if you had to compare it. I'd be a guarantee to be a Kevin Keegan. Too up for it. Just you know, nah, you be you. Nah, yeah, I believe in you. I believe in you too much. Too emotional. And I just, I just quit too early as well. I think, I think I'd be, I'd, I'd be Kevin Jay, Keegan. Yeah. Jay, Jay, you strike me as a man who would change his tactics, for literally every Constantly. thirty minutes of the Constantly. game. Yeah. The players, the players are like, I, I don't know where I'm playing. Um, but I'd get Jim, an initial you... reaction. I'd get an initial bounce because I'd be like, guys, just be you. Just get yeah. out there and, and do do what makes you feel good. And then and we'll get a few results. And then they'll need some actual coaching. Uh, and then I'll be like, well, what do you want to do? <laughs> just no tactics at all. <laughs> would you wear a tracksuit or would you have a suit and tie? Uh, I'd mix it up. I think I'd mix it up. Away days, some away games, you know, say you've got away game at Barnsley, tracksuit. Do you know what I mean? I've got to you know, roll your sleeves up here today and that's why I'm wearing a tracksuit. Um, why, why do you do that? Prem, like, like, very rarely, very rarely, Mourinho's genuinely in a suit, right? Generally. And, and Potts would occasionally wear suits as well. But then one day, just turn up in a tracksuit. It's just, oh, I can't be fucked today. You know? Managers who wear boots, I'm sort of, now I'm, I'm at a point where I'm like, come on. Like, Chris you know, Wilder. It's, it's AstroTurf, isn't it? It's AstroTurf. Like, what are you doing? Why, yeah, why are the managers, like, put, putting on... Like Adidas Predators or, or or Adidas World Cups. Why are they doing that? Yeah, I don't really get it now. And you, you probably, you know, you could get some really nice garms if you, uh, you know, if you get yourself out there. Like that, you know. Otherwise, you're just wearing training kit. So it seems like a waste to me. Who is the most stylish manager in the Premier League? Well, do you know what? Say... Do you know what I've realised? You know, Scotty Parker. You know, very, very impressive with how he looks, and a lot of people yeah. giving him that. That said. You know, you can wear whatever you like, but if you if you look as sad as he looks, and I mean emotionally, then the style gets it kind of gets washed away. And when you see mm. him, like, yeah, he's got a tie clip on, but when he's got his sort of head down, walking across to that, you know, the Craven Cottage tunnels, like in the corner, and they're three 0 yes. down, and he's got to sort of walk with his head down. You just don't look yeah. good regardless of what you're wearing. So, I think it's uh, that's the problem Scotty Parker's got. Uh, is that yes, he's he got... does look good, but he's he's sad. He's, he's so sad. We're going to get to our tier list in just a second. Arsenal fans, smell of what was the question that Flav put to people last week? A um, couple of entries. Um, <laughs> Bob Turner said, Arsenal fans, Lin- Lynx Africa, Spurs fans, Radox Bath Um Stephen Piggott said, Arsenal smell like pubs before the smoking's ban. <laughs> so After if you, the smoking's ban. You stop smoking, they just suddenly you can smell fart all the time. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. Uh, fart if... and 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 the beer pumps that smell like they hadn't been washed properly. The bar pubs absolutely reeked. They did. People yeah. just they now now people hold it in because they realise there's no mask. The so smoking also stopped. Now. You know that the the reek of bo as well kind of masked it a little bit back in the yeah. day. Yeah, I, I I can't remember. I don't know what like. What it was like, I can't even remember smoking in, inside now. So much better as a smoker, it's so much better. Anyway, really, the, yeah, the yeah. other things you could wear, um, you could wear That's jeans it. for a lot longer on nights out because you kind of, um, they just have they'd have like smoke kind of like go into them, and so you could yeah. just kind of wear them again and again <laughs> because it's the same smell all the time. Um, is mm. that allowed? Seems a bit weird, anyway. Yeah. Uh, right, let's do this tier then. So, I've made a little tier list, it's been a while, Flav. I can see you getting nervous, but it's going to be fine. We'll walk you through it. Uh, let us know in the chat as well how you feel about this. Um, here it comes. Let me just resize. We've got 
There it is, lovely. Really good fit there. Really happy with that. So the transfer window is done and dusted. Slam shut, of course. Um, it's been great for you, Flav. And it's been, uh, it's been great for a lot of teams. But what I've put together here is a tier list for probably the, the main talking point in terms of summer transfers for each, each club. And I want us to forecast into the future, Flav. What, yeah. kind, of, what kind of life are they going to have with this club? And more importantly, what kind of legacy will they leave? Okay. Right. So the categories are as follows. Premier League great. Which we're asking a lot here. Like this player that's come in, be it coming into the league or coming into play for that team, will they leave in ten in ten years' time? Will they leave as a Premier League great? Okay. Next up, club legend. Obviously, maybe not maybe not the best in the league, but great service to the club. It all worked out. Happy days. And and absolutely lauded by the club and the fans. Welcome back fondly. So you know you see players come back about ten years on. And uh, and it's like yeah no nah, no nah, he was right nah, he was, you go dad 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 was he a good player um, he was right yeah yeah he was alright he was good no nah, he's good no nah, he gave it gave it all he gave it his all yeah. gave it his all uh, awkward years um, same same scenario uh, and it, and it, here it is maybe you can give us an what, example Flavio don't know who, who's a Spurs what, player yeah I could I definitely can uh, Hossam Gali sort of good you know played relatively well yeah you know it was never fantastic but once through the shirt on the club ground mm. um, on the floor club shirt on the floor yeah perfect once. so awkward years and uh get are you do you want to read this can you read it because i think I this i had it. your voice in my head when i read this when i wrote this i can't i can't see it on the screen Hang this on, is, can I get out of my football club get out of my fucking football club so it's uh, get him out we're gonna have to, this is this is gonna be really tricky for us, but I think we're the two guys to do it, Flav, of to see the future, see the storylines. You never know what's gonna happen in football, but together we can we can set the narrative for these footballers, and some of them are gonna be traitors. That's just a fact of life, guys. That's just a fact of life. So get on with it. But who? Right. Let's begin. Can you see any of these players? I'm just gonna go through them. I think. So kick yeah. off. Let's kick off with Rian Brewster. He's gone to Sheffield United. Sizable chunk of money. Bad egg. Bad egg. I know we've had you've had problems with him in the past and my football manager series. Where do you see his time at Sheffield United? How do you see it working out? There's a buyback clause there at Liverpool as well. Awkward, awkward jeers. Awkward jeers. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. I think this is this. I think regardless of what happens, if it goes if it goes badly, complete waste of money. If it goes well, then He's just going to want to go back to Liverpool, isn't he? It's he's one of those players. This is a stepping stone. Now, don't take, don't be offended by that, Sheffield United fans. That's this is the way of life, and I think, I think you know that. But that puts him in a very awkward position. Where are they? You know, are Sheffield United going to be like, yeah, okay, you can leave now, or will it be one of those where it was a bit of a sour taste at the end? I believe it will be. Uh, um, what? What's he? What is he about? He's um, by buyback clause. What was? How the, much is it? Uh, I don't. Uh, does anyone what know in he, the chat? Let us know. Uh, what did he sell for? About 29 Sorry. million, I think. Something like that. Or 20, 25, 29 million. Um, there is that. Yeah, there's a buyback clause. So obviously, I reckon the buyback will be about at least 40. Um, yeah. Because they want to get a couple of years of him. Turns out he smashes it. Then you go buy him when he's 23. But if Sheffield United... So again, if Sheffield United have an absolute car crash of a season and get relegated, then he's going to want to go straight away. And he will have had a bad yeah. season. It, it absolutely honks of awkward years for me. They, um, they, uh, yeah, it does. It does. They, they, they are awful this season so far. 
Uh, no, I'm going no, to no, rattle through a few. They haven't scored a goal, Jim. They haven't scored a goal. I know. Oh, no, they have scored one. They've scored one now. Oh, were they? McGoldrick got one. But yeah, this is. Can I just give you a quick stat? You'll like this. It, You'll like yeah. this. Just in terms of quickly on goals. Uh, Spurs have scored more away goals this season than they had in the entirety of 2004-2005 when we played two games. Seriously? Anyway, the entire season. We scored more this season in two games. Something's happening there. Something's uh, happening. Anyway, who's the next one? Cavani. I'm gonna get. Uh, well, I, I'm gonna get through. Get through a few quick here. Now, Semedo. Semedo's right. coming as a right wing back. He'll do fine. He'll stay for a while. I think this is. I think he'll be welcomed back fondly. I don't think yeah. he'll be a club legend. Uh, here's one. I think it's quite interesting because <laughs> if there's a player that could merge into a squad and almost vanish, like in front of your eyes, it's Dale Stevens at Burnley. Like, like, literally, I was like, what, has he not been playing for them for three or four years? Like, can you, Dale Stevens is the most bland Burnley signing. You've, like, good pro, good pro, solid pro. Oh. Honestly, what do you mean? There'll be conversations with Burnley fans where they go, oh, do you remember his goal against blah, blah, blah? And you go, uh, no, that was Jack Cork. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, well, do you remember that tackle? Do you remember that tackle against, no, that was Ben Mee. <laughs> like, I'm... I've never heard of Dale Stevens. Never heard of him. <laughs> That's amazing. I don't know who he is. <laughs> Dale, Dale Stevens is the, was the Brighton captain. Was he? Yeah. Uh, and he's oh, now he's... he's gone to Burnley in a bumper deal. Really exciting. <laughs> Kevin Heap says in the chat, "Who?" <laughs> exactly. I like that. It's surprising. I'm surprised that that he's a Premier League footballer. But that's the best, that's the hot, most high-profile signing of Burnley this, this summer. Terrible. Yeah. It? yeah, it's terrible. James, just on that, just on that, you, you're you lying if you say you'd heard of him before he signed for Burnley. I did, I had heard of him because he'd been you in the championship. The, you found his name on the list. No, I promise you I I, ha- I was aware of him because I remember thinking that, oh, this will be a fun one to talk about because he lit, like he does just sort of, he's, he's Phil Bardsley. He's such yeah. a Phil Bardsley. Yeah. yeah. So I think he'll be... I How much be, did he go for? What was? I think awkward years, just because people are going. People were going. Who's he? Dale? Dale? No, it won't. There is no way a working class white bloke would get awkward years in Burnley. No Very chance. Good Very good point. No uh, chance. Welcome back, Fonny. If, if if that was uh, if you talk about Enkadu, who they had on loan, <laughs> it will get years coming back. <laughs> Not because he was bad. That's a shame. Because all racist, certainly. Well, we don't. That's. That's a that's a sort of blanket statement that we let's really let's let's agree on seventy percent of them are definitely racist. Sixty five, sixty five. Okay, deal. Uh, <laughs> uh, next, uh, uh, let's talk about uh, Wesley Fofana. We'll get this one done quickly uh, because uh, I didn't know a huge amount about him, but I've done a little bit of reading. I know for a fact you don't know who he is. He will. Nineteen years old. He's nineteen years old. Yep. And there's so many good French centre backs at the moment. It's absolutely mental. Um, will he be a club legend? Oh, I don't think he'll stick around long enough. Will he be welcome back fondly? I don't know. I think he's getting, he's getting, he's looking for a move. Awkward years. I just, when you hear the word Wesley Fofana, you don't expect him to be a defender. No. I definitely thought it'd be some sort of tricky attacking winger. I agree. <laughs> That's true. Uh, let's go uh, a bit of weekly leads. Rodrigo. He's got a lovely smile. He comes in for 30 million. I think... Because of his lovely smile and because of this first season, he's the main signing for a team that's got promoted in Leeds, obviously. Um, but they're going to be absolutely fine. They're not going to get they're not going to get relegated. They're going to be totally fine. 
I think he'll be, he'll never be a Premier League great. It's too late for him. He's 29 years old. But he could have a couple of good seasons there. And I see, I could see him as a club legend. Could you? Yeah. Smile, the smile puts him up. If, it's, if he hasn't got that smile, welcome back fondly. Because of the smile, club legend. Do you know he played for Bolton Wanderers once? <laughs> Cheers. Well, well Googled. The, uh... <laughs> He's lifelong friends with Thiago Alcatrana. Uh, yeah, big time. Well, Thiago's here. Let's talk about Thiago. Thiago, has he got... I mean, Liverpool are struggling. Liverpool are struggling at the moment. Uh, last well, week, you, you, you spoke to the footballing gods, Flav, and you said, give me a crack. Give me a crack that I can force open what? with the crowbar oh, that yeah. is my mouth. <laughs> yeah, I forgot I said that. And, uh, and, and, and the football is. gods delivered in numbers. And the number was seven. Seven two to Aston Villa in that game. Wheels are falling off. You know, you've signed people like Minamino. He's rubbish. I mean, he can't do it at the top level. Joe Gomez, he's, he's finished. What are you playing? Uh, playing a centre midfielder, centre back, Fabinho. What? Trent Alexander Arnold is one season wonder. Yeah, it's just it's not. Is it's he not any good? Right Allison's out. Good? Adrian, you sure can't. Good anymore. You're gonna win the league with Adrian in, in, between the sticks. Oh, yeah. I've got to find this actually because I, I thought this was so funny. Oh, I don't know if I can. Oh, I don't know if I've got it anymore. It's a shame. Oh, this. Hang on. Where is it? Where is it? Because someone did try and give you a, a, a crack before it had actually it actually happened. Yeah. Uh, Do you know what, James? Can I just say, you don't have yeah. to cut this bit out. For the first time in my entire life last week, the, 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 the Premier League is so crazy. It's mm. batshit. It's brilliant. Well, I sat down and watched three games of football back to back. <laughs> I watched Leicester. Listen to this. What a great game day. Leicester versus West Ham. West Ham beat them 3-0. Could have been more. Then Spurs beat Manchester United 6-1. And then I stayed on to watch Villa beat... Liverpool's 7-2. Like, if football was like that all the time, I might actually like it a bit. Was was there a little bit of you that was just a little bit, bit annoyed that Villa kind of stole your thunder? Yeah, absolutely. I <laughs> tweeted that. I said that it's the most Spursy thing on, yeah. in the world. Uh, here's the comment. Like... It's so good. Hashtag Liverpool cracks. If you spot any other Liverpool cracks, use that fantastic hashtag created by Daniel Ralph. Hashtag Liverpool cracks. I, of course, don't believe this to be true. Or maybe my subconscious is sensing something. I'm not. But... I think Klopp has lost his passion. <laughs> when he came to Liverpool... I they... don't believe this true, but I think Klopp... <laughs> I know, it's so good. When he came to Liverpool, if they kept possession for more than five seconds, uh, he would be running down the touchline, jumping, screaming and celebrating. Now, yes, he does celebrate goals, but not with the kind of explosion of passion he once showed. Maybe it's nothing, or maybe Klopp has completely completed his job and wants to leave. Yes. <laughs> really nice crack there. Lovely I love it. Crack. That is a nice crack. That is a nice crack. And and, and you're right. You're right. Like, um, do you, let's let's remember the clock for a second. The one that drew yeah. against two all against West Brom at Anfield. It's celebrated with the fans. Hey! Hey! <laughs> now, what? He's laughing at his own team conceding five goals, yeah. six goals, seven goals. Does he want it anymore, Jim? Question needs to be answered in the comments. Yeah, where's the, you know, I just don't see the drive in him anymore. I just Does don't see Does Klopp it. want it? Does he want it anymore? Um, Where and just are the cracks? Phoning in transfers like Thiago. Um, Anyone 20, can do that. He's 29. Anyone. He's 29, especially as a behind him. <laughs> what are you he, doing? He's at Klopp? the end of his contract. He didn't even work for that deal. He's at the end of his contract. It's not like, oh, oh he's good there. Yeah, let's get him on a free. You've got to work for your transfers. Absolutely. Can't just go up picking the best midfielders in Europe. Like, he's like that. 
Back in the day, you wouldn't have gone for Alcatrana. You would have gone for the Lana. <laughs> <laughs> uh, calls for Klopp out in the chat. Interesting. Klopp out. Get him out. Of, uh, get him out. Of, I, don't, I don't think one. I don't want to see his face anymore. Yeah. Get him out of the Premier League. Understandable. Uh, that said, Thiago bringing it back. Uh, Thiago, twenty-nine, four-year contract, twenty mil or there or thereabouts. Uh, I'd say welcome back fondly. Yeah. Just not be, that he's just not because, great. Yeah. It's, this isn't about how good these players are. This is just about the set, the scenarios in which will manifest in order to shape their career at the club. I, I if it, if the, and if the wheels fall off. Now I'm sure now. Of course they're not. Of course they're not going to fall. They're not going to fall off, guys. They're not going to fall off. Don't worry. But if they fall off, <laughs> Thiago will be a part of that problem. And thus, yeah, and thus, thus it could awkward, it could lead actually, to yeah, awkward years. Should we? Uh, should we? I think awkward years. He's drifted there. He's drifted there. I mean, I guess the final well, la- guys, in, guys in the uh, chat. I'll, I'll leave this one to you. Welcome back fondly, or, or awkward years. I don't think he's got. I, I don't think he's got it in him to be a club legend because it's maybe a little bit too late in his career. Unless he has four wonderful seasons, then he's definitely club legend because he's because uh, he's got that kind of like that old like. Do you remember two guy? Tugo went played for Blackburn. He was quite old, but it kind of almost made you love him even more. So it's really up for grabs with Thiago. Um, let's see what the people what what are the people saying. Uh, I think. Let's be honest. It's one game. Let's, let's stay calm for now. Welcome back, fondly. I'm going to go with. Okay. All right. Um, fondly. Oh, let's split in the chat. Uh, Suchek. What? What do you think about Suchek? Do you think? He's had a really good start for being like is this guy from right, nowhere. Is he a right back? No, he's a centre midfielder. He sort of right. charges forward, scores header. The the you're thinking of his uh, Czech mate, uh, Sufal, who's kind of come from. Oh, right. So well, Suchek was a guy who scored a few goals last season when he was in uh, in midfield and uh, for this for West Ham, and this year right. has, uh, has 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 carried on in the same vein. Very. He's, he's been keeping Noble out the side, right? Yeah. He's and he's gotcha. like he, he gets forward. He's uh, he's a good look. He's I'm, a good player. He played well. He played really well against Leicester. Really, really well. I remember. Now. Yeah, he's uh, he scored against. Did he score against Wolves? I feel like he's no. He nearly scored against Wolves. Nearly scored against Arsenal. I think he's gonna have a really good time there, especially under David Moyes. Uh, but the problems with West Ham, although West Ham have been in turmoil for a long time, I'm gonna go. I think he could be a club legend. Chucked it out there. What? Yeah. No. Yeah. What? He, I mean, he scores goals. He scores goals. He's cheap. What, along with Noble, <laughs> club legend. He'll be there for because the, the thing is, I don't think he's good enough to go anywhere else. Much like Mark Noble. So I think he'll be there for for quite a while. Nice steady player for them. And he'll be a club legend, but never, and I mean never, a Premier League great. Uh, One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. 
$45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. The, pro- the why that's just tricky is always because the word legend is just doesn't, it's a really weird word in it, it's a way to describe people. That's true. It's like, what, do you, what is a legend? You have to, it's just, actually, do you know what? What would you consider David, a club da- legend? Well, David Alfie War on the podcast, he said that a club legend is is one that your son asks you about long after he finished stopped playing. I thought that was very good because when I was a kid, I'd say, who's your favourite Spurs player, Dad? And he would go, Cliff Jones, Jimmy Greaves, legends. He never yeah. said. Or, or, yeah, Ron, I guess. Ronnie, never, he never it, said Ronnie Rosenthal. Fair. Never. Not never once. said Ronnie no um, if you if you, okay. if you talk about palace sorry um qpr mm. your son or daughter comes up to you and goes that who's your favorite qpr player you would go yeah ali fowling adele surratt clint hill fair point Weird, uh, isn't it? all right so i think he's welcome that's a really re- great work there flab well done great work we put him so welcome back finally let's be honest he's, mm. he's not he's not going to change the world uh mm. Interesting. I'll get Man City, um, Dias. Do you know what I mean? Just another. How much money do you want? 65. Go on then. Here you go. Hopefully, this will plug the hole that is our centre back problem. He'll. I think it'll be awkward years because similar to Burnley, people will be like, which one was he? Oh, he's, he was he before? Was he before? Was he before Stones or after Stones? He was after Stones. Yeah. What about he, and he just cannot buy centre backs. He can't yeah. train them and he can't buy them. Awkward, the best yeah. centre back he's ever had under his under his uh, tutelage at uh, Man City was there before he joined in um, company. Sorry, that's fine. Yeah, I, awkward years. I think it's like just the latest in a long line of centre backs. I'm not sure he's going to get them to where they want to be, and ultimately. They're just gluttonous with with transfers, so uh, you can't yeah. really get above welcome fondly unless they're a little bit younger. Uh, Ollie Watkins, uh, I wasn't convinced. 
I, I, I at the he, he was remotely good enough to cut it in the Premier League. Um, and obviously, we saw what he did to, to Villa, not just scoring three goals, but the way he scored and his movement. And the, the bar is much lower at Villa. It's like it's like Thiago at Liverpool. It's a lot of work for him to become a club legend because of you know how how expectant they are. Whereas Villa, they're like, yeah, okay, if he scores 15, 20 goals back to back seasons, then yeah, club legend. Can I can I I'll throw some a little spanner in the works here? I okay. think he could be a get out of my football club <laughs> because he's come for big money. He's the hipster's choice course with his Brentford uh, background he's a very yeah. good player but I think he's quite an ambitious guy and not having a go at Aston Villa because we have got a patron in the chat this second who's an Aston Villa fan but what I can see I can see the kind of Dwight York move you know the uh, name another Aston Villa the, the Ashley Young you know the the James Milners of this world you're calling get... Villa a, step, a stepping stone club those are your words not mine what I can what? see him doing is, yeah, I could see him going to a Man United if he actually caught fire a little bit, which would wind him up. But probably worse than that, I could see him going to an Everton or a Spurs and really winding up Aston Villa just as they're starting to get somewhere. Aston Villa starting to go, hang on a minute, we've got Grealish, Barkley, yeah, go on, come on, we'll sign you properly, Chelsea don't want you anymore. We've got something really exciting. And then Watkins goes, transfer, or transfer, okay, so one out. And then, you know, he basically upsets the whole fan base. I can see it happening. We've we've got a lot of a lot of Villa fans around. Rob, I'm not sure if Rob Turner is, is he? No, he's but he's uh, Bolton. Bolton, Jesus Christ! What's that? <laughs> What's that like, Rob? is a <laughs> Villa fan. Jim, what are yeah. you talking about? Look, I just see it happening, guys, and I feel strongly about it. Get out of my football club. He's in there. Sorry. Uh, speaking Catherine. of which, uh, Arsenal. It's party time. <laughs> Party's I don't agree with what he... <laughs> Party oh. come through the door. Can you stop doing that? Can you stop doing that? Party it's party time. time. No party, no party. Um, did you not just? Think, did you not think that perhaps, perhaps the Arsenal fans' reaction to it was a little bit over the top? Um, I mean, was Do I... you know that there's no player midfielder that's made more mistakes that led to goals in the league last season than Party? Seven. Seven mistakes led to goals. In my head, sometimes I, 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 on like deadline day, in my head, I, I imagine you, you in like an, uh, an, you know, an office where there's like, uh, you know, when there's an election in America, you watch a film on that and there's, there's basically like an office where everyone's working to kind of canvas votes and gets all this stuff. I can imagine this, this scene where you come in, you come in and smash, you come in and smash the door open at like at 10 o'clock and go, guys, Party signed. We need dirt on him and stats on him as soon as possible. Get to work. Go, go. And everyone's just like... No, I don't... That's I'm what not, that was. As you go, did you know you had that stat ready as soon as he signed? Did you know Did you know that, um, that there is a minute-long compilation of him consistently giving the ball away? That, what, that you've cut together? I, I don't have the time for that bullshit, but, but I just borrow off other... I, do you know what happened to me yesterday? Right, there was this kid. I, you know, on Twitter, right? You can embed other people's videos into your tweets. So you, someone's uploaded a video, Tottenham, mm. for example, and then using, if you're using a, an iPhone, you can essentially embed the video into your tweet. So it makes it look like oh, you've yeah. natively uploaded, but you haven't, and all of the views go back to the person. Okay. We did that with a video we saw, thinking that that was correct Twitter etiquette. Mm. This kid who had made this video went fucking ape shit in the DMs. 
Um, just going, you, you fucking, you're leeching off my content. I was like, mate, <laughs> doing what everyone else does. What do you want? And he DM'd me from an Arsenal account. So he's got this Spurs account and an Arsenal account. And there are these fucking dorks oh, on yeah. Twitter that are just creating accounts for engagement. It's um, it's sick. They're sick in the head. These kids. There's like they, they are fucked. If that's what if that's what it takes to get any kind of gratification that they get from their lives, is these little notifications on their phones. It's not their fault. Mm. It's not their fault. It's the way. Have you seen that documentary on Netflix? Which one? About it's called the social dilemma. Social dilemma. Oh, mate. It's- it's messing with my mind a bit at the moment, to be honest. Well, I can use my phone freely because it's work, and without it, I can't make money. Yeah. But you should delete your Twitter account, James. Yeah, well, because I'm, I'm, I'm coming, I'm coming for you. Seven, seventeen point eight k, seventeen point two k on the horizon. Yes, yeah. <laughs> make sure you give what? me You're actually watching, sure aren't you? Yeah, I am You're now. Watching. I am now because I remember back in the day when it was, like, <laughs> I, was on, I was on like nothing. And he was like, pathetic little James, chucking a tweet out, doesn't know what he's doing. Well, look who's, look who's getting engagement now. Yeah, but James, this is you're constantly out there, aren't you? You're constantly on YouTube, you're doing bits and pieces. I'm tweeting about how best, to, how many scrambled eggs you should have. Um, no, that, mate, there's mate, a massive not... audience for shark news. Don't give me and that. Sharks. Don't give me that. Mate. Did you? I don't know if you saw, James. The, the, I did. Um, I, I tweet asking how many eggs should you put in a scrambled egg, and what is the best condiment to go with it. It kicked off. My really? timeline was on wow. fire. How many? How many eggs do you have, James? Scrambled uh, eggs? Uh, three. Three. That's a perfectly acceptable amount. Any more than three, yeah, you know, they're not actually that good for a lot of a lot of lot of. Um, the rule is cholesterol. Yeah, cholesterol. Yeah, yeah, bad for cholesterol. The, the rule is that it's um, if you've got you sort of half it if there's two of you. So if there's you do five, if there's two of you, yeah, um, three if it's just well, someone, someone much more conservative actually said you you've got three three eggs, but if for every one person you had another egg, what condiment are you put in with it? Oh, so what, always three. <laughs> oh, three. Can I... Next person comes along. If there's if there's two people involved, stick another egg in. Right. Three people at the table, stick another egg in. Oh. Four people. That's six eggs. Okay. Can oh, I, I ask James before we move on? Yeah. What condiment would you put with you, with your with your eggs? I'm a, I'm what not you, you know me eggs? you know me I'm not actually huge on ketchup but with scrambled eggs I actually think ketchup does go quite well. Um, well I think a lot there's the ketchup gets hated on a lot they think it's like something that kid only kids should eat but I just I think in, it's fine. in the right time and place. Really quick story because this is so funny my um, my missus told me this that so uh, my missus's friend she went to stay at her um, her fellas. Um, parents like and the uh, and so they're there for like a couple of weeks uh, no a couple of weeks a couple of days and there was I think it was when like it calmed down the lockdown a little bit so there was a decent amount of people there so there was like 12 of the family there and but the thing with this um this uh you know I guess soon to be mother-in-law whatever it is I can't remember but they she's apparently she doesn't feed them well enough they're quite a kind of um, you know, normally, like with a lot of people, a lot of mums, it's like uh, you just making sure people are fed. Like my mum's yeah. like that. She's like, "There's too much food. Just make because the worst thing that could ever happen is that you're not well fed." So this this woman apparently, this mother is not like that. She's the opposite. Anyway, the kids had so one of the sisters' kids had been growing uh, cress, right? And so they were like, "Oh, do you know what would be lovely? We'll have why don't we use the cress, little Timmy or whatever the kid is." 
uh, let's use it for we'll have some egg and crest sandwiches that'll be lovely and all of a sudden like, the um the sort of uh, the, the girl's like oh, sh- well that's pretty um that's pretty light already that's not really i'm a bit worried about now and anyway she went oh do you want me to do you want me to help and she was like that would be that would be lovely if you came and helped went in the kitchen and um she sort of boiled she, she you know put the pot on to boil the eggs for 12 people this is, this is for 12 people um she goes and she puts she starts she starts putting eggs in she gets to four and the and the mum goes that's enough four eggs for 12 right who is this <laughs> so she's like what are we going to do here so then the eggs get boiled <laughs> That's, that's just to break that down. That's a quarter of an egg a person uh, for these sandwiches. <laughs> like, can you imagine this? And then apparently, then that was it. Like, she went to put, you know, you then put mayonnaise in, don't you? She put in one t- big tablespoon of mayonnaise. Went to go in for the second one, and again she went, "That's that's enough." <laughs> so, and so Ben was like, brought it out, and they were like, and God knows how much crest there was. It's probably one of those tiny little plant parts. And uh, they went in there all just like. And you obviously you gotta let the kids eat first. Is this your mate? No, it's one of it's one of Fam's friends. But yeah, right. Anyway, I don't know why I spoke about what? that. I just thought it was a funny story. No, no, it is. But what, what, what is it that they? Is she really tight and she doesn't want to spend money? Is that what it is? I don't know. I think maybe she's not good at portion sizing. I, I have no <laughs> idea. <laughs> but then just stay out of it. Yeah. Let, let them make the egg. I've got to be honest. I, I felt like she should have been stronger there and gone. I went. I would have gone. That's a quarter of an egg per person. You sure we shouldn't chuck in a couple more? <laughs> Come on. Anyway, uh, it's party time. Um, Twenty-eight years old, forty-five million. He's he is good. He is good. And he is going to help them out. Will he be a club uh, legend? Awkward though? cheers. Awkward cheers. <laughs> I'm not discussing. It's not going anywhere. Uh, James Rodriguez. Now I uh, think this is well, one of two. This is Premier League great or club legend. But which one? Ooh, I, do you know what? Just because. I, I, Everton have signed him at the perfect time because he's done his stint. He's done his Real Madrid thing. Didn't want to work. It didn't work. He just yeah. wants to play. Just, and and everyone, loved. myself, oh, we can play. Mm. And he, him, he, he, um, he just wants to. He just want to be yeah, just, just to be allowed to play football. And he, he got that amazing move to Real Madrid. It didn't work out. It's no good for him. So now he's at a club that's really punted on him because it didn't seem like there were that many people in for him. So at twenty-three million for that kind of money. The at the class, but the level he plays at, and the class he is, then I could I can see it. If he has two or three seasons, Mate, yeah. he'll be in highlight reel after highlight reel of Premier yeah. League years. All right, I agree. Legend. I mean, um, Premier League great. Premier League great. Yeah, I'm happy to go with that. Everyone wants him to do well as well, and I think it's perfect. Uh, he he could be the player that starts to bring Everton up to where they actually want to be. Um, he's that. I good. don't want him. I don't want him to do well. I was talking to Ped actually of Toffee TV mm. the other day because I just messaged him because I've. I've always, I like Everton fans because I can relate to them. I can relate to what they went through. And they, I think they would admit that they look at what what happened to Spurs and the Pochettino. And, and they wanted to emulate that. And they're getting it now. They're playing football like Spurs did when Poch first went there. And they, I, I just messaged Ped because I just wanted to say, look, mate, you're playing amazing football. You must be loving this. I've been thinking about what this is, what this must feel like to you. He went, it's unbelievable. He said, finally, <laughs> finally, after so long, Mate, we've finally got so a team with the world. Dawns. It's mad. Every I know, because it doesn't, it just doesn't feel like one. This really doesn't. No, I agree. And I think they look, they look really, really strong. And no one's, I guess it, what you will see is 
it gets to I think they'll have a really good run up to Christmas and then can they can they handle the pressure of being a really good team that's what will happen when it get when they get to the turn of the year so that's where it, it might just get shifted along a bit where it might be it might be at the stage where they have got a good team but they can't handle the the pressure that's what will be interesting when it gets to February, I mean what, what what is the pressure I mean they they're in they're in with a punt of top five top six to top four right they'll be in from four to six they've got as good a chance as any of getting into that top four yeah I just what like you said can will they be able to last it's like Leicester it's like Leicester last year you know whilst it's all fun and free but once there's responsibilities of like oh well we're at this level now so we should definitely get into the top four so everyone starts to tighten up and so can they deal with that and that's where Rodriguez comes to the four gets them over the line uh Speaking yeah. of generational talents, Adam Lalana. <laughs> God bless him. Um, Brighton's most exciting transfer this year. Uh, very Brighton as a as a man, as a player, isn't he? Sort of yeah, I'd say welcome back fondly. Man. You think what? welcome back fondly? Yeah, Brighton are never going to jeer any player ever. Too polite. Easy. Too nice. Uh, Abire Eze. Get out of my football club. Yeah, because he would be like, I want to come back to QPR. This isn't as fun as it was over there. Let me out. And um, Palace would be like, what? That doesn't make sense. I don't understand. We go, well, I yeah, want him and the heart wants what the heart wants, wants and I want QPR. That's what I see. Zara could have a good season together. Quite exciting for Crowd Palace. I managed to keep both of them. Need to have a bloody, um, they need to have a go, though. They need to have a go at teams. That's, that's the thing I want to see with Palace. Just, I Roy, can, let it what, go. What do you think, James, then? I think uh, welcome back, Fonley. No, he, no, he'll, he'll be a club legend because he's young enough to be a club legend, and he'll be, he'll be there for at least three seasons, and he'll give them several moments where they just get just a gentle erection. Okay, um, so yeah, I'm going to put him there, club legend. Uh, Theo Walcott signed on deadline day on loan, goes home, went home <coughs> to uh, to Southampton. Is he, despite, because he could have, he could come through as like a 17, leave at 17, go back at, what is he, 32, I presume, play mm. two good seasons and somehow sneak onto the club legend list, which I don't think is fair, really. But he's got such a story there. I mean, he's, I'm just Googled it because sure, I wasn't sure that he played that many games for Southampton. He's played 21 games for Southampton. He can't be club legend, can it? You can't South Southampton can't take on all of the stuff that he's achieved at every other football club, and then no. call him a Southampton legend. That's just not the way it works. I think people will start to do it though. I reckon it. Yeah, but that doesn't mean it's right, James. It's up no, to I us agree. to correct them. I agree. But what will? What, no. So where will he? Fit, where will he settle in? Where will he? It be? shouldn't be anything more than remembered fondly. Okay. Welcome back fondly. Welcome um, back fondly. Yeah. Uh, Callum Wilson. I think he will be welcome back fondly. I think he's going to be there for the next few years of his career. Right? Well, that'll be it. If he won't get another move now, will he? Unless it's downwards, this will be his best ever club. I agree. Uh, Ruben Loftus-Cheek went to Fulham on loan. I think that's a really good signing for them. I think it's quite... Yeah. It's what they needed. Massively what they needed. Because as much as they're, mm. they're terrible at the back, I think you can sort of... <clears throat> they could be a bit more defensive in how they play, but they need... They needed like a shadow. That's why I put, I, when I did a video like one transfer for everyone, I was like, I felt like they needed this like shadow striker, and he could probably do that for them. Um, it's quite a big front too if he plays. If he does play, kind of like just off. Did Mitchell. they manage to get any centre backs in in the end? Uh, no, I don't think so. 
I don't think so. Criminal. Where, yeah. What's Fatu Mensa up to these days? Uh, do you know what? I feel like he got released, actually. I thought they only had him alone, No, didn't no, they? no. Oh, sorry. No, he played... A, he, uh, and he lost um, for... No, he, and they drew. He played against um, Pallet. No, they lost. And they lost. Uh, he, he played who who does he play for? Man United. He played against Palace. Yeah, he's not been released. Angel Gomez got released. Where's he going to turn up? Fascinating. Or has he gone somewhere remember, already? Let me know in the chat. Do you remember Sa Sam Peoples? Um, what, coronavirus up. hit Sam Peoples? <laughs> <laughs> it's not funny. It's not funny. What, you made the joke, mate. I'm just laughing at it. Uh, I'm, joking, um, I'm joking. I'm joking that it's not funny. Um, uh, yeah, what about him? He's a bang on about Angel Gomez all the time. Yeah. Where's he now? Where is he? I don't Some think... sort of back alley. Suck it to <laughs> Uh, so we're, hang on, where we got? So Rumor Loftus Cheek, I think he, if he can keep them up, then great. If not, then he'll go back to Chelsea and never play from again. Hence, awkward years for me. And because he won't um, keep them up, basically. I wonder if like, like Jose Mourinho might like him. He's big. That's it. <laughs> Technically yep. gifted. He's big. Big. Uh, speaking of big, speaking of Spurs, Gareth Bale. I mean, is he already a Premier League great? I don't know. Maybe. Uh, Probably is. Probably is. Yeah, probably is. Will he ruin it um, though? Will it will it drop down to club legend and not not a Premier League great anymore? It's a good he, point because you're going back. He could be. It could sully his uh, legacy somewhat. He'd have to be really bad though to to really damage it. Um, I think there's a lot of people that are dismissing uh, dismissing uh, this Gareth Bale transfer and thinking, oh, he's done. He's dusted. He wants to spend his time on the golf course. But I think we're gonna, we're gonna, he's going to be unleashed. Did you know actually, James? He was fit to play against Manchester United. It's just really? we had our a tactic set. Yeah, he like he was ready to play apparently, but Mourinho have been working on this tactic since uh the, the the last game obviously, and he was just completely confident that we would we would do them. Apparently we targeted their uh fullbacks. No, sorry, we targeted their forwards Mason and Mason Greenwood and Rashford, Rashford because yeah. they they don't track back nearly nearly as much as they need to. Are you t are you saying uh, they don't care about the football club? Is that what you're saying about Greenwood and Rashford? Is that what you're hinting at? I think Rashford cares more about little kids going hungry than he does about his football club. It's disgusting, isn't it? It's an absolute disgrace. Where's his priorities? Yeah. And and uh, and Greenwood. Do you know what someone would do? Want... I bet that comes out. Some moronic fan will go. Bit, you know, like Pogba, it's like, stop stop pressing a button and, and putting stuff on Instagram. Constrain your football. Someone will do that about Rashford when he goes, again, he has a little dip in form. He goes, hey, he should stop, stop, you know, being an absolute cultural superstar and saving the lives <laughs> of millions and concentrate yeah. on his football. I'm, I'm sure the vast, the, 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 I'm sure there are, uh, there are percentages of the Man United support who generally don't give a shit about the, the wonderful person that Rashford is. <laughs> do you think there um, are people going up? Mm, not sure about all this legislation he's trying to put forward into our country. <laughs> Needs to just, kind of, stick, just focus just on your football, football. Son. Focus on your Please. Uh, can we just say? Uh, uh, <laughs> Rob Turner said, it, "Sorry, well done, Rashford. Now get us top four. <laughs> yeah, you've done your bit. You saved the kids. <laughs> top four is everything now, isn't it? Uh, Oli Saki says, uh, does, "Does a player become a club legend if they leave and go on to be one of the top players of all time?" Um, no. You can't take take credit for anything a player does after he leaves. We're talking Nothing about Walcott again. Anything, Walcott, Eze, Bale. Uh, do you uh, want like we... Bellingham? Like Bellingham, basically, he's gone to Dortmund, hasn't he? 
And they'd retired yeah, and... Birmingham retire his shirt. Christ. Oh man. yeah, come on, bro. And do you know, look, there's Birmingham fans that are like, and it's hard because for the Birmingham fans and fans of smaller clubs, that I can imagine an element of pride that your youth development setup, you know, went in part by creating the the player that Bellingham is. Yeah, I kind of feel about but really he... Sterling. Well, yeah, but he was he was gifted, and it was nothing to do with your club. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Can you be a club? It does club legend have to revolve around appearances? Is that like? I think that's a really good point. That's a really yes, good point. yes, it does. <clears throat> um, Walcott is not a club legend, is he? At Southampton, he's played twenty-one games. I'm trying to think who's a player. Who's the player that's a club legend but has played the fewest games for a, for a club? Someone like the name that popped into my head was like Henrik Larsson. Like for Man United, everyone saw yeah, Henry Larson was so great, but they kind of people liked him because he was near the end. But he came in as popped in a few goals. But he actually man, how well, like well Henry Larson did, wasn't it? He just wherever he went, no matter how old he was, he would just bang goals in for fun. He knew where he knew where the goal was. Um, let's finish this off then. Although he's got, you know, he's got one goal for. for so where's Bale? Go, I leave that to you. Where do you see Bale being at the end of this loan? I think it's a Premier League great. But not a club legend. Right, probably well, I mean, it's by proxy, isn't it? So excited when you were so excited when he came back. Uh, <laughs> right, Ivanovic. Ivanovic. Wow. Who? Ivanovic. Chelsea. He signed for thirty-six-year-old Ivanovic. West Brom's well, now. West Brom fans will be annoyed because Dianganga, sure. Pereira, sure. But this is hilarious, <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm putting it in there. I'm sorry, Ivanovic. Sharp attack, one. Ivanovic what? has signed for West Brom. Where where did they sign him from? Was he released <laughs> by someone? They signed him from Zenit, I think. Zenit St. Petersburg. Pretty sure that's it. I mean, what are they doing? Yeah, Zenit St. Petersburg. He's 36, born in 1984. I mean, he could train the young kids, <laughs> I think. Christ, then, then be a coach. And come back and be a coach. What the hell are they thinking? Thinking this is going to work in any way, shape, or form? He, Absolute to be fair, mess. He was good. He was good at Chelsea. He was good. Good player. He was good at Chelsea in 2013. Yes, it's 2020. It's the back end of 2020. He gets up well. Yep. Look, he gets up well. He can train the kids. <sighs> Remembered fondly. It's, it's, with that one as well, it's a centre back that he's going to come in and bark. He's just going to bark orders at people and get done for pace and then blame someone else because they, they, they weren't where he should. He said, well, stop him as he's running past him. Awkward jeers. Oh, yeah. oh, mate, get out of my football club, surely. Wow, wow. What is he like? That will be known as one of the most embarrassing transfers of the, of the summer, for sure. Okay. I feel quite strongly okay. about that. Final two. Uh, Timo Werner, tricky this. I think, I think he could end up a Premier League great. Wow. So he's is he so, Drogba or is he? Is he he's young. He's young. He's young enough. He's clearly got the quality. Oh, he's young enough. Um, he's pace pace for days. Eventually, they'll get it right when when they sat Lampard. Mm. They'll get in a proper manager, and then you'll see how good he is. Yeah. I just feel like do you know just Chelsea though. I feel like they just bought a lot of individuals. Mm. Just sort of thought, oh, he's good. People rate him. Well, let's buy him then. Instead of thinking, what do we need? 
What about the collective? Ziek, he played. He, he was really good. Let's get him. How much? Thirty minutes. Okay, thirty minutes. Fine, whatever. Uh, Timo Werner. Oh uh, yeah, he's really fast. Fast. Yeah, he plays. Who did he play for? RB. Yeah. All right, get him. Get him. Yeah. Uh, Havertz. I've heard people saying stuff about Havertz. How much did he? Ninety million. Quite a lot. Oh, go on in. Chilwell. They. They. He's, they, he's supposed to be good, and he left back. Go on then. Go. Go and get him as well then. No. No more four. What do you need? Spurs. They went. We need a dominating centre centre midfielder who will control the game. Hoybier, 15 minutes. All right, get it done. Doherty, right back. A marauding right back. Causes mayhem whenever he plays. We get, how much is he? 12 million. 12. Did, is that? That's, that's, is that you real? sure it's not 80? 80, 80, no, 12 <laughs> million. It's not right. 120. Yeah, you should sure get in. And, um, you know, it's like there's a logic to what we're doing. Um. It's good having a. It's good having an agent who just seems to kind of know everybody. Mm. Like Jose Mourinho has brought not only brought with him Jose Mourinho, he's brought in this super agent who just wants to give us loads of players, <laughs> which is great, isn't it? That's useful. Let's help. It's a help. I agree with you. I think it, there's look. Chef. I mean, Morata didn't work, but he's miles better than him. Torres yeah. and Shevchenko and the other problems that they've had over the years. They always play that are a little bit older, a little bit. Overcooked, maybe by that point. Hmm. Whereas Werner is is he is maybe good. though, James. James, maybe there's Chelsea are the problem. You know, like Spurs can't win trophies, so clearly the football club is the problem. Mm. Maybe Chelsea just turn strikers shit unless they did the Drogba, and it's impossible to turn him shit because he was so good. They tried, couldn't do it. Maybe. Let us know in the comments below. Uh, Werner, Premier League great. Mm, yeah, go on then. Because I don't think he's going right. to go anywhere. He's going to be there for a while. And last one, Edison Cavani. Right. Okay, okay. So after three, we'll shout out what we're, what we think. And if it isn't exactly the same, I'd be amazed. <laughs> after three, okay. on fr- no, after three, one, two, three, and then shout it. Got it. Ready? Okay. One, one two, two, three, three. Get out of my football club. Oh. I, I think many chances, James. He's not going to be given the chance. Yeah. Pressure's going to be on straight away. Is yeah. I was like, if you look really, really closely at a picture of Edison Cavani, and you will see Radamel Falcao. <laughs> <If you> look <laughs> really, really close. Uh, yeah. I look. I just. If they'd signed it, the thing is, even with him, if they'd signed him four weeks ago, then I think people would have gone. An extra striker, much better than Odi Nogalo. You can let Odi Nogalo go. He's your backup. Or if you want him, you know, he's, he's, he's there for, to be competition. He's a proper striker. Then great. <laughs> but deadline this. day, you do it on deadline day when you've basically, the person that you really wanted has gone, what? So first of all, you're not going to pay, you're not going to pay what I'm worth money-wise. And then uh, let's, talk, well, let's talk about wages. What's your first offer, Man United? To me, a generational talent, James Sancho. Uh, we're going to offer you slightly less than you're on at the moment. That's what Man United did. What? <laughs> so Edison Cavani, it's like pointless by this point. It's like, who cares? Because like, that could have been a really good, you know, that could be one in a, a long line of nice transfers that Man United did. But there's such a... They're in such is, disarray is, in terms of their negotiations that they're... That is mad, isn't it? That they, the Dortmund said to them, 10th of August, that's the deadline... Because we need time to be able to find, replace, and, and and find a new, new player, identify him, buy him. That's going to take a long time. And, and Man United went, oh, just wait. And then <laughs> apparently their tactic was just 
they were going to hope that Dortmund yeah. would panic and give him the player, despite saying, if you don't buy him by the 10th, we're going to keep him. And the reason why we want to sell him by the 10th is so we have enough time to replace yeah. him. Seems fair, doesn't it? Him. Seems obvious, seems fair. Cards on the yeah. table. Cards on the table. This guy's really good. That's why we got him went young, because we saw this coming in, because we're a well-run football club. What we do is, and we've done this a million times now, so you should know by now, we buy a player who's not getting enough chances at a bigger club, but we know he's going to be amazing. We give him all he wants and all the chances to develop as a player, and then we sell him off for a massive profit. That's how this works. We've been doing it for 10 years now. So <laughs> tell us what he's worth. It's 120 million at least. We'll give you We'll give you 100 million. So you're not listening. I don't, think they, I don't even think they offered it that. But this is the thing though, James, is like that what they didn't seem to get is, look, you, we need to, you need to buy him by the 10th of August, because we need to replace him. If you don't buy him, we don't need to replace him. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing for us to do. And, and it was a great caption that said, uh, Man United were playing poker with somebody that wasn't even at the table. <laughs> it must be worrying. The, the, the great Manchester United, the biggest club in the world at once, can't even... Uh, that's That could have been... That could have been such a clear final kind of stamp on the philosophy of Man United that excites future young players who want to be world-class talents and win everything at big clubs by going, well, you're the best. Like when, like Rooney was the best and like Rio Ferdinand was the best and like Roy Keane was the best and we went and just bought them. Just get it done. It's so not that club dumb. anymore. It just so isn't dumb. that club anymore. So Edison Cavani comes in instead. Right. So can I just get, give, give you something? I've just read on Edison Cavani. Uh, Edison Cavani is already looking at his next club after Manchester United. It would be very nice to be able to play for Boca Juniors <laughs> one day. <laughs> Edison Cavani hints his mind is already on Man United exit after admitting desire to join Argentine Giants. Argentine Diet Giants. This is not a man who <laughs> he's is... not committed to the cause, is he? <laughs> wow. He's already talking about what he wants to do next. He, he hasn't even played a game. Get out. My, oh, my football, football club. club. There we go. There we go. Done and or dusted. Right. Uh, let us know. Is there any that we got wrong um, in the comments, uh, in the chat? Let us know. We'll read a few of them out. Um, final thing. We'll do say this for next week, but actually I'll read out the best ones. Managers gaffes. Um, someone was saying last week, can we do that? So, guys, last week we did Bielsa. This week... Um, I'm going to put forward Brendan Rogers. Tinface87 said, there is, there's a bit for you, James, managers gaffes. So Brendan Rogers' uh, living room, what does it look like? Let us know in the comments below. Um, back. Um, managerisms uh, is, is dead, uh, but Liam Storman, with a great idea for a bit, uh, an idea for an evolution of managerisms is fanerisms. E.g., Everton fans, whenever they mention Carlo Ancelotti, they call Don him Carl. Don Carlo. Don, Don Carlo. Carl. No, that's more mank, isn't it? It's more mank, anyway. A uh, couple of very quick alleged leads for you. Uh, so, for those of you who don't know, uh, we're looking for the worst rumours that you've heard. Um, just pathetic rumours is good. But, I mean, we'll read anything out, probably. Uh, Lucas Han, this is so lazy. <laughs> this is so lazy. Lucas, my favourite rumour was <laughs> when I was younger was the rumour that James McFadden was gay and in a secret relationship with Will Young. When I think about it, it's the stupidest thing I've ever believed. I love that. There was a, there was a period of time where people were like, well, I mean, there's got to be a gay footballer. 
And mm-hmm. how many how many gay people are currently in the public eye that we could link them with? Um, well, Will Young's doing well in the charts, isn't he? So you yeah. then put Will Young with every footballer. I remember that. I remember that happening. Um, yeah. I mean, this there's, there's. I mean, he's married, been married, yeah. but the um, yeah. I mean, of course, there are gay footballers. There was a lot of Will them. Young with a lot of different people for some reason, allegedly. Yeah. It's just a shame, isn't it, that the, that the gay footballers can't come out. They don't feel like they can. So. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's madness. Uh, and uh, one more. Here we go. Allegedly, soon after Jay Tab signed for Ipswich, there were rumours that he was spending his evenings at stables. <laughs> now, Jay Tab is very short. He's about five foot four, I want to say. Obviously, the first thing people thought was he was a poor shagger. Second season, his performances were getting worse every month. He was so bad. Then I heard from a friend of a friend at Padden that Tab had a picture of a black stallion as his phone background. There was then a rumour that he hated football and wanted to spend his life with the horses, but this time as a jockey, not as a horse shagger. (laughs) I then saw him in Waitrose when I was working there. He's tiny, smaller than he looks on TV or from the stadium. Never got a look at his phone background, but I'm pretty sure he whinnied when he walked past me. I think he actually is a proper jockey now. That was the final (laughs) JTAB rumour anyway. Uh, Uh, I've never heard of JTAB. He's uh, I'm literally watching the video. Him. He's yeah. Imagine a jockey. He looks like that. Um, I do like little little footballers. Yeah, I'm a big fan of them. Torreira, <laughs> uh, like Dominguez, Torreira is tiny. Yeah, Jason Dominguez was five. I think he was five foot three. Really, he had like a little wedge haircut as well. I remember that. Yeah, he scored on his debut for Tottenham. I think we bought him from Porto. Jose Dominguez. Jesus, we were shit back then. <laughs> Jacob Sashesny, uh, he thinks that allegedly it has its time and, and we now need to move on. I think allegedly could be replaced by weird headlines because there are some gems out there. Some of my faves include Delhi Adebola, I do not have Ebola, and Benitez sacking not announced yet because the area for press conferences is occupied for a kid's party. <laughs> Those are two headlines, apparently. I mean, if there is an outrageously poor headline, I think we've had disappointing headlines in the past, haven't we? But um, yep. nothing else. Uh, now, Flav, you've got to talk with... Um, you've got to chat with uh, Mickey Hazard. So I think I we'll, do, uh, mate, we'll, yeah. save our, we'll save our Flames advice for, for another week. What I will do, though, is on the way out... Um, and get your reviews in now, guys, of the podcast. Thoughts, emotions, dreams, whatever. Your final statement as patrons. I want everyone to pop in a sentence. Your final feelings on the on the pod. Uh, we'll give you a shark fat, fact on our, on the way out, of course. Um, <laughs> the smallest shark is the dwarf lantern shark, which is only seven inches long. Ah. Uh, the longest shark is the whale shark, which can grow to a whopping fifty feet long. And weigh more than forty thousand pounds. These behemoths are usually gentle and get all their food by sifting small animals out of the water. True, a gentle death, that, isn't it? It's funny how um, the biggest animals generally are the, are the least carnivorous. Is that true? Because that's that's the same with people, isn't it? Often, the, the bigger you are, the, the, the sort of you gentler eat. you are. Why is that? I think it's because they don't need to. It, and, and it's often the smaller you are, the more aggressive you are, because you're for a giant man. You don't have to, you don't have to prove anything, do you? Whereas if you're a tiny little man, you tend to be more aggressive because you feel like you need to act up because you're little. Yeah, that's fair, isn't it, James? Yeah, I think it is fair. To be honest. Uh, right, that is 
the Jeff and Podcast once more. Daring to dream. Um, reviews at the end. <laughs> uh, here we go. Rob Turner, where is it? Sam Cornish. Imagine reserving the seven shit. Oh, he's talking about something else there. Rob Turner. Oh, Hang on, here we are. Where are the reviews in? Get your reviews in. Fuck. <clears throat> I don't think they're um, they're not that bothered, are they? Nah. Um, Catherine says few minute Watkins. I hear you. I hear you. I, I would be. I, I would be. Rob Turner says, I had a dream that I met Flav on a train and he ignored me. You're welcome. <laughs> Sam Cornish says, what a great morning. So I'll take that as a, right. take that as a, uh, as a good review. Uh, yes. Is Flav all right? He seems a bit low. Is that true, Ollie? Is that true, Flav? Uh, no, I'm fine. He's fine. Uh, so there you have it. Uh, high quality reviews from our patrons. If you want to join us live for the pod, you can do. There's a link in the description. We do a mailbag, naked, Every single week, as Flav said in last week's podcast. So come check us out and see our nipples. You can do that by becoming a patron for just uh, £7, I think it is. Uh, it's good. It's always good. Uh, says we're Bobby doing, we're going to be doing more. We're going to do more stuff, aren't we? We want to do more stuff. Naked. Find, naked. Yeah. Find yeah. a way of doing more stuff. Uh, so and you can, get on, you can get on the show. You can get on the show. You'd be a part of the show. The mailbag show. Yeah, yeah. Want. For sure. It's a, nice, it's a lovely... Get a brew. Ask us a question. Give us your answer in that question. Life's great. Uh, yeah, make sure you're with the podcast. Obviously, is uh, a podcast as well as you guys being able to watch us. So, if you do want to listen, you can do. Subscribe to the James Flat for Now podcast. Join us on Patreon. Subscribe to this channel, and we will see you all next time. Patrons, thank you very much for joining us live. Uh, we'll see you soon. <laughs>